0: This is The Bracket, a podcast about our 64 favorite movies. We have them battle it out to see which movie will reign supreme. We banter, we bicker, we battle Star Galactica. On today's show, we have Iron Man vs. The Dark Knight. In the blue corner, a movie released in 2008 starring Robert Downey Jr., Gwyneth Paltrow, Jeff Bridges, and Terrence Howard. This movie weighs in at 2 hours and 8 minutes. Iron Man. In the Red Corner, a movie also released in 2008, starring Christian Bale, Heath Ledger, Gary Oldman, Michael Keane, Morgan Freeman, Aaron Eckhart, and Maggie Gyllenhaal. It won the Academy Award for Best Actor in a Supporting Role, The Dark Knight. So, Francisco, introduce yourself to the fans.
1: My name's Francisco.
0: And I'm Rich. And our producer. uh, We're going to talk about Iron Man and Dark Knight today. What was the... What was your initial thoughts when we got this matchup?
1: I thought it was a little too OP to have the Dark Knight and Iron Man be matched up. What does OP mean? Overpowered. Wow. Yes. Iron Man's just too
0: overpowered? Yeah. Obviously. Yeah. I mean, if you're going to fight, Iron Man wins.
1: There's no... Yeah, of course, right? Superhero versus superhero? A suit versus a ninja? (laughs) Yeah. Take a lap. Um, but you know, like like we Top like matchup like we've decided. Um, some of these movies will get you know thrown in the first matchup. Um,
0: similar to our first matchup, like I said, Deadpool versus Black Panther. Somebody a good movie is gonna go home in the
1: first round. Yeah, yeah. But after watching uh, the Dark Knight, I really really enjoyed just a simple, well told movie. I don't want to talk about Ironman. Two and three, but Iron Man one was where everything started for the yeah. Marvel Cinematic Universe, and the way Robert Downey Jr. carried the role, it 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 was phenomenal. Mm-hmm. When did you see it first? Did you catch it in theaters? No, I wasn't that lucky. Damn. No, it it
0: was uh, I actually saw Hulk in theaters. Which did that come before? I saw both of them in theaters. Yeah. Did that, that come the No, it came before. Hulk I, was out first. I swear to God. The what? Hulk the Incredible Hulk with oh. it with. With Edward Norton. Edward Norton came out before Iron Man did.
1: Bet. I'm, I'm, yeah, no, that sounds right. Producer, look it up. I'm just hey. trying to remember um, the after credit scene where you, when you see yeah. him and he says, uh, we're gonna, we're assembling a team and you have a green problem. Was that an Iron Man 1? You're right, oh. that was Iron Man. That must have come out first then. Yeah, because <laughs> you, you recognize. Was. Yeah, you're right. It had to you recognize was. Robert Downey Jr. That's so funny, I was, always mix it up. one? So it was players, Iron like, Man and then Hulk, then right? Hulk, yeah. And then Thor, probably Cap next. Probably Captain Cap. America next. No, it was no, Thor, it was next. Thor and, really? then, and, and then and then Captain America. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So you did it weird. No, it makes sense. Yeah, I guess Captain you bring America three was such a Avengers, sh- character. you bring three Avengers and then you bring the oh, I, I just, like, tapping yeah, on first, the door. Avenger. Yeah. Uh, so you didn't see it in theaters. When did you see it first then? To be honest, I don't remember. Oh, I, I no. can I cannot remember when uh, when's the first time I seen Iron Man. But then again, I've seen seen it so many times that it really doesn't matter. Yeah. Um, it's one of my favorite Marvel, um, movies. Legit. And. I'm
2: sorry. What's it's, up? Uh, Iron Man came first. It, w- it came out in May 2008. Incredible Hulk came out in June. Yeah. 2008. Yeah. Oh, So, so it wow. came out the same year, but it came out a few months. Uh, one month. May to June. Oh, yeah. There you go.
1: Yeah. And I did see Hulk, but I didn't see Iron Man. That's yeah, so but it's odd. the Hulk, bro. It is the Everybody Hulk. Everybody wants to see the Hulk. Yeah. Plus, it was the third movie, and I was a big fan of the one with um Eric Bana. Eric Bana. Yes. Really? Yes, I loved. It. I owned it. I own it still. Mm-hmm. I love that movie. I like the Eric Bana Hulk actually.
0: Uh, I'm not the Eric Bana. I like the Ed Norton Hulk a lot.
1: I have mixed feelings about that one. But this is not a review about the Hulk movies. This is a review <laughs> right <I'm on>. about. <laughs> uh,
0: all right. So I first saw it in theaters. I probably saw it the week it came out. And I'm not a big comic book junkie. Mm-hmm. So I have a couple friends back when I was growing up in high school, that were like, dude, this Iron Man movie's going to be sweet, and he shows me the trailer in my economic class, mm-hmm. and I was like, dude, this movie's going to be fucking awesome. Yeah. And just like, I remember the trailer was just the uh, the Jericho missile being shot off, mm-hmm. and, and Robert Downey Jr. just like, like, and he sent away with the wind. Right. And I was like, oh yeah, it's going to be sweet. And I didn't know anything about Iron Man. I barely knew who Captain America and Thor were at that point. So mm-hmm. like, I was like, alright, I guess we're seeing another comic book movie. Um, to that point, the only thing I ever really watched was the Hulk movies and like the X-Men movies, mm-hmm. Spider-Man. But um, I saw him in theaters, and I remember leaving the theater being like, "That might be my favorite movie of all time." Yeah, that first Iron Man movie, and like w- the way that they did the technological stuff in two thousand and eight, no movie had done that before. Mm-hmm. Like the way that he was like using his like monitor as like a touchscreen, like we were all like, "This is a fantasy land." Like yeah. obviously that's amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, and then like his actual costume was like my biggest takeaway because now in like the new MCU movies like it's kind of watered down. You've seen it do a ton, mm-hmm. 100 different things, but that first time when he was just learning how to fly was like the coolest yeah, thing ever. Yeah, it's the best monster. It's like the origin story yeah. that actually is like fun to watch. Mm-hmm. It's not like the Spider-Man origin story where he's like, "I have webs
1: for hands." Like right. totally different. So I was really excited for that. I also like what Robert Downey Jr. did with the character. Oh, he's you fantastic know, because he's he's still down to earth even though he's, you know, he's this rich guy. The movie doesn't start like that, but the he's you know he's this rich guy but at the same time you once he's like out of the cave like he's he's a he's a different person i really like that you know you can see the the difference between you know because you're way more relatable once he's like trying to play with the machines and you know like you didn't really see that at the beginning yeah even the
0: the scene inside the uh the hummer where they're taking the picture and Mm -hmm. and the guys all puts up the peace sign he goes no gang signs right and then he says the line about like peace i'd be out of a job if there was peace Mm -hmm. like that stuff's really like funny when you're watching it the first time what did you miss the first time since like watching it now compared to the first time do you notice anything this last time watching it not
1: really nothing that i um what about the captain america shield yeah no well that's that's all over the internet oh Um, i never noticed it even when it was on. yeah this is the thing (laughs) there's i'm on social media a lot i'm you know i like Doing research on these movies, and there's a lot of like Easter eggs. Oh, look at all these Easter eggs you've met. So I'm always, you know, like, oh, I've seen that. or Especially right. with a movie that's 10 years old.
0: Yeah, it really is. Uh, what's some of your uh, your favorite moments from Iron Man?
1: You mentioned one, which is you know when he's uh, figuring out how to fly, but also the cave when he's you know making the what is it called the his light chest device, you know, his, his mechanical heart producer what's that called what his little
0: light bulb for chest one uh, are those things called the reactor Generate? his reactor right. arc reactor yeah yeah
1: yeah okay i really like seeing how he made it how he broke down all these other machineries to create right. a uh, new thing you i really know. liked
0: uh, later on in the movie when he's flying the uh like the iron man suit and like the uh, not the apaches but the uh like the the big ass jets are trying to shoot him out of the sky mm-hmm. and all he's trying to do yeah. is yeah. just defend himself from them and, uh, you know, everything goes crazy. One of the dude gets shot out, out of his plane and, like, has to get the parachute. And Terrence Howard's like, dude, you can't do this. Like, how am I going to explain this to my people? And he goes, tell them it was a training exercise. Right. And then he's like, we can't just say it's a training exercise. Cut, like, ten seconds. <laughs> so we had an unfortunate training exercise. Uh, we, we lost a uh, plane out in the middle of the desert. Like, okay, cool. I what like, happened that to bad. that act there? Terrence Howard, they replaced him with Don Cheadle. I know, I know what happened. Oh, now he's on that show... Uh, Why did he get replaced? Because uh, he wanted more money.
1: <laughs> yeah, Really?
0: Straight up, because he saw how much money Robert Downey Jr. Was, was asking for Iron Man 2. And he's like, dude, I want more money too. And they're like, kick rocks, Terrence Howard, Don Cheadle, come on in. Right. Yeah. So I guess same. I from what I hear from just the internets, uh, Terrence Howard and like Robert Downey Jr. completely hate each other now.
1: Wow, because yeah. of that?
0: Yeah. Over movie disputes, but I mean, who cares, really. Yeah. But he's on that TV show on like ABC now or CBS, whatever it's did called. Did you like him more? Then, um, I like Terrence Howard more than Don Cheadle. Yeah, yeah. me too. I just thought he was more um, relatable. Yeah. as a character, because Don Cheadle just seems so foreign now that he's in the role. Like it just doesn't. It never felt right. Like not that Don Cheadle's bad. He's an no, awesome actor. No, he's but, great. But, he's I great. Mean, I
1: just, I felt, I felt more of a connection between yeah. them. Uh, yeah, I think
0: their chemistry is better. Yeah. Don Cheadle and, and Robert Downey Jr. isn't bad either, but I just think that Terrence Howard and him just had a better chemistry. Mm-hmm. I think that. Like, the scene in the air, airplane when they're flying over mm-hmm. to the Middle East and and he's, like, trying to, like, break it down. Like, bro, you need to care about yourself. Like, I right. put on this uniform and I care about what I'm doing. Right. Don Seal never had that moment. So, like, you can say it's the same actor or the same character who's doing it, but... But it's so different. Yeah. I like it, Terrence Howard a lot. I, I like him in a lot of the stuff he does. Um,
1: other moments? Actually, before we get too far um, from this topic, they did, uh, and I won't talk about it a lot, but they did do a little bit of a... Changing casting in the Dark Knight too with um Katie Holmes Maggie Gyllenhaal so, yeah so yeah that's true other good moments from the movie I like when he goes and saves all the all those Syrian refugees I do not even know if they're Syrian but they're you know <laughs> that's out fucked there. up yeah making it political bro uh
0: you mean when he goes like into that village and like just turns on his his auto shooter device and yeah, just and marks and ten dudes kills everybody at once yeah low key why is this bad guy allowed to or why is this hero allowed to murder everyone and yeah, and then the, the Batman's uh, all I don't
1: kill anybody, and Iron Man's like very cool. Hold my beer, uh, yeah. <laughs> for sure. Let me explode this tank. Yeah, exactly. Actually, when he explodes this tank, it just looks Legit. away. best scene. Walk away. in the yeah. movie. Yes.
0: Walk away. That's for, that's a good one. Yeah, that scene alone is like, dude, this guy's unbeatable.
1: Mm-hmm. Like when you see that
0: for the first time, you're like nobody can beat Iron Man. Yeah. Good luck, Spider Man. Like no chance. Mm-hmm. Um, that's that's really cool too. And then like one of my favorite characters that we haven't even mentioned yet, Jeff Bridges' character as as Obadiah Stane. The villain in the movie—he's legit. My one of my favorite movie villains in Mark, in the MCU. Surpri- He's fantastic.
1: Yeah, surprisingly, he did a very good job. for... I mean, surprisingly, how dare you? I don't know. Like first half of the movie, I was like, whatever, you know. And then the twist when you know he he puts that device and takes yeah, control uh, over everything. Takes control over everything. Yeah. Um, I thought, you know, it was it was very different. The character change was. I, I like it a lot though because
0: it. It was so close to home for Tony, It's and it's not, like, the girlfriend turning on him. It's just, like, a his like one of his mentors turning right. on him, and in the way he does it, like, he's trying to urge Tony in the right direction the whole time so they can make more money, like, legitimately. Obi-Wan, Obi-Wan, <laughs> Obadiah Sane doesn't, like, <laughs> intentionally just try to fuck Tony over. Like, he's in it for himself to make money, right. and it gives him, like, that little bit of, like, character trait where he's not just trying to be an asshole just to be an asshole. Like, he is in it for, like, the wealth of his job. And if, you know, Tony is to devolve the company and dissolve it into, you know, just into making baby bottles or whatever he said that they're going to make, it's going to cost him a lot of money. So he's kind of in the right in his own mind mm-hmm. when, when it comes to Tony, you know, not dissolving the company. And then when he finally does make the turn, he, he basically breaks it down for him, too. He's like, dude, like, we have to do it this way. We can't, we can't, we're not, you know, heroes. Right. We have to do it this way. We're a weapons company. Mm-hmm. So it's it's a really, really well done character. Any other big moments you want to mention?
1: Not for the positive side. I'll, I'll really? Leave,
0: I'll leave them for... What about... I think the chemistry between him and Gwyneth Paltrow is really good, though. Iron Man and uh, Pepper Potts. Mm-hmm. They legit are like one of my favorite movie couples. Yeah, they're the only movie couples that I actually
1: like in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. That's fair. I didn't, I didn't like Thor and... Um, well, what about Gamora and Star-Lord? I don't mind that one. It's, eh, it's okay. Um... They they try to throw a little more comedy than it needs to be, that's why um. It's funny though, I
0: like theirs. but yeah, I think Pepper Potts is like by far one of the best women in the Marvel mm-hmm. Cinematic Universe. She's, yeah. and it's not that she's a great actress, but like their chemistry together is just fantastic. Like you mm-hmm. you immediately you can feel like they've been living together for years. When it comes to like their back and forth and their banter, mm-hmm. like when he has like the the device she needs to pull out of his chest, that seems so well done because that just feels like a couple like just going right. through like the daily bullshit, mm-hmm. but it's just you know superhero a fide right um so that's really good too the cast overall for this movie is fantastic it's yeah, legitimately like one of my favorite Iron casts. Man
1: 1 was really good yeah I don't I don't think uh I don't think Iron Man Iron Man 1 would have done as, as as well of a of a movie if they didn't have the cast they did yeah it's I think if any of the characters sucked it easily could have just been a forgettable movie mm-hmm. if, if
0: Pepper would have been bad I would have hated on the movie or if uh if Jeff Bridges would have been unbelievable, you know, mustache-twirling villain, I wouldn't have had a, I wouldn't have liked it either, because mm-hmm. they they kind of started with that with the bald guy from the Middle East. He's just like a, a nameless, faceless villain. Mm-hmm. He's just there to be an asshole. Mm-hmm. And when they turn it to Obadiah as being the bad guy, you're like, okay, this is awesome, mm-hmm. because now it's something original. It's not just, you know, the bad guy to be a bad guy. Right. Um, oh
2: shit! I just noticed that they did that for Iron Man three.
1: I was thinking the same thing right now. What was that?
2: Where they make you think that like the Mandarin. Is the yeah. main bad guy? Is yeah. They switch it to a white
0: guy, white privilege dude. Well, the Mandarin is a white guy. Huh?
1: No, but the, the whole guy who time... plays
0: the Mandarin's a white guy.
1: Yeah, but the whole time you thought it was this older dude, the one with the beard, and then he was just a joke. He was just an actor. Do you even remember? I right, right, right. The Mandarin. Yeah, yeah, yeah But yeah, it's it's. Yeah, I want to yeah, say yeah, he, Sir he, something or other. But he ended you know,
2: up being a um. Ben, an actor. ben Kingsley.
0: Ben Kingsley, yeah, Sir Ben, ben Kingsley. Kingsley
2: played the Mandarin, but the the character was actually supposed to be British. Yeah, so I mean, I I just like just put that. You just together. want to I say just, white privilege? Just say I just, white privilege. I yeah, see white you. privilege. Colonizers. For sure,
0: I understand right. you. Colonizers, <laughs> son of a bitch. Nice. Um. So, all right, I think we can get to the ending of the movie. Any big moments there? I, I, I saw the deleted scene. Did you ever watch the deleted scenes for Iron Man? No. So in the in the real movie Iron Man in the theater, uh, you see Tony and and Obadiah fighting in the big Iron Man costume versus the little Iron Man costume and he beats him like by showing him the way that uh, the suit freezes at a certain point up in the sky mm-hmm. and tony outthinks him and you know does the right thing um, but at the end when they're fighting on top of the roof and and he's telling pepper turn the turn the reactor on so it'll like kill us mm-hmm. basically in the in the movie it just shows tony like narrowly escaping mm-hmm. the explosion and, and obadiah gets exploded but in the deleted scene tony legitimately tries to save obadiah from falling into the pit and they mm-hmm. cut it out and I don't really know how I feel about it being cut out because I think if he tries to save him it shows how connected they were as like a family and, and how he did still care about Obadiah mm-hmm. so that, that being a point I like the deleted scene but I hate that it's not in the movie Yeah, because <laughs> it just shows that I hate it when the bad guy just gets thrown into a fire and he's dead I think it's a waste well, but, of a but you
1: gotta think he literally died and then a minute later he's flirting with Pepper or was that in Iron Man 2? That was an Iron Man too.
0: I can't remember if he goes to Florida pepper at the end of
1: Iron Man one. No, because I was thinking uh, of the scene where you know they're kissing in the roof and then War Machine's in the same roof. But that's uh, that's. Well, yeah, but they, yeah, that's right
0: because they don't they don't get together till after the movie. Because mm-hmm. if you remember, he uh, at he the end of the, the movie, yeah. He, yeah, he's all. Do you remember that night? She goes, oh, you remember the night where you left me on the rooftop, but you told me to go get it. Well, mm-hmm. You told me you were gonna go get me a drink. Yeah, that night is that <laughs> the night you're talking about? That's so funny. And that's, that goes to their chemistry being so well done. Mm-hmm. I think we're good with, with you know, big pause. I lied. One, one more good moment. You remember the best quote of the movie? And it kind of goes to best moment and best quote.
1: I have a lot. Uh, Obadiah I like
0: standing in front of the scientist in front of the arc reactor. That was
1: my favorite quote. All right. I well, I mean, it's,
0: it's almost also my favorite moment of the movie where he's all, Tony Stark mm-hmm. built this in a yeah. cave with some scraps. Yeah.
1: And the guy's like sorry, well, I'm not Tony Stark. <laughs> he just walks away just, with his head down. Fuck <laughs> Oh yeah. Alright. That so. that was actually for whenever you were gonna ask for your favorite quote, that was actually gonna Number be Number one my favorite that's quote. funny. Yes. Alright, so you get to flaws then. What's your big
0: takeaway? What's your one thing you'd like to fix if you could?
2: No. What is Jose saying no to? I'm just like thinking Iron Man is just like a really good movie.
1: It is a really good movie. I really enjoyed it. Um I would wish to see a little more um Rowdy and and, and Tony Stark, they do have a couple scenes together, and but I like their chemistry. Yeah, they're very good together. Um, I, I don't know. I would just like to see a little bit more about that. Okay. Uh,
0: about I, I think my biggest takeaway is how fast Jeff Bridges learned how to use the Iron Man costume that he built, because mm-hmm. Tony legitimately like failed for like a whole montage scene of trying to learn how to use his costume, mm-hmm. and when he was in the cave trying to escape at the beginning of the movie, in the, basically the same suit, mm-hmm. he was struggling with it, he could barely figure out how to walk, and then when, when I can't remember what his name I is, war, Warmonger or something like that, that, that uh, uh, yeah. Obadiah plays, um, he basically stands toe to toe and is almost winning, mm-hmm. immediately after Tony has all this experience fighting and flying with the suit, mm-hmm. Obadiah didn't really need any training and he was just beating him, so right. that was kind of frustrating. Um, but that just goes so whenever a a villain gets his suit halfway through the movie they're always an expert Mm -hmm. every movie does that it's very frustrating Um, I think that's good for me though for big takeaways the soundtrack's kind of boring but we'll get to that too yeah Mm -hmm. I mean there's there's a lot of like metal and 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 rock music to like get Mm -hmm. you hyped but there's no like good score the way that the way that the Avengers or the way that you know some other movies have you good for flaws producer do you have any flaws you want to bring up
2: not really really yeah
0: not one flaw I
2: kind of I really enjoy that movie it's awesome. It's
0: awesome. Okay, so then we'll get to soundtrack.
1: I mean, you have literally the... Dun, 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 dun. I mean, that's dun, 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 recognizable. Dun, dun, dun. It's recognizable. Yeah. Like, I can't say I did not notice. the
0: soundtrack. Yeah, like I said, there's a lot of rock in the movie mm-hmm. Movie that just gets you hyped. Um, but the score is kind of forgettable. Um, do you want to nominate anybody for a Golden Award on the uh, Iron Man movie? No. I'd say Robert Downey Jr. deserves a nomination. I was gonna say if be... he if he's not perfect in that movie, it easily fails. I think he's he created the Marvel universe almost single handedly by being so awesome as Iron Man.
1: I agree. I also think he's still doing it to this day.
0: You know what? He's so good in Iron Man one, you forget about how annoying Iron Man two and Iron Man three are. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Legit. It, it, It's kind of like they swept them under the, t- the under the rug. Like he's still like you're like I didn't love those movies, but I still want more Tony Stark. I still mm-hmm. want more Robert Downey Jr. as
1: Iron Man. Yeah. Um, Plus, when you team him up with more people, that's when he really shines. Yeah. Because that's that's when you really see Tony Stark. Yeah. Best acting performance. Any other ones you want to reference? For Iron Iron Man? Man. No. You said it.
0: It was basically. All right. Uh, Last quote I want to bring up is when Tony Stark hooks hooks up with a reporter, like the first 15, 20 minutes in the movie, and she wakes up in the morning. She's wearing Tony's shirt. She walks out to the living room and peppers all... Yeah, you know, sometimes I just got to do Tony's dirty work, you know, taking out the trash. And she's all, oh. (laughs) (laughs) It's the end of the scene, you're like, that's really, really funny.
2: I was going to say, Stan Lee's first cameo. I mean, I'm pretty sure he's been in other cameos for Marvel movies, but that was his first official for the Marvel Cinematic Universe. What was his cameo in that movie? It's when he's just standing in the stairs, and then Iron Man passes by. And he's like, oh, what's up, Hugh? As in, like, oh, Hefner, right, the Hefner
1: one. and he well, right, right. In, 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 um, in Hulk, the Amazing Hulk. Yeah, he drank the bottle. He drank Yeah, yeah. The...
2: but I'm just saying this is his debut in the first. Because like, this movie came out before the... Hulk. That's right.
1: Well, yeah, because he, he was in the other. Um... But that was just a good,
2: like, just a funny little. Okay.
0: Mm-hmm. Any last takes on Iron Man before we move forward? Not on my side. What's your rating after your first watching? For Iron Man, I'll give it a solid eight. Just an eight? Just an eight. Fuck you, communist! I mean, it's a nine point five, if anything. Iron Man one, it's amazing, bro. I love, I love. I the say movies. nine to nine point five myself. Let's go nine point two.
1: Sure. I guess still going with solid eight. You <laughs> fucking suck.
0: <laughs> All right, moving on to the Dark Knight. Um, initial thoughts for Dark Knight. How excited were you to watch this movie again? I was really excited.
1: I haven't seen it in a little bit. I want to say maybe one, two years but you watched it 300 times
0: before that so you didn't really need to watch it every time in the last three years yeah. that's how i think a lot of people felt they overwatched that movie so like i need to
1: give it a break yeah i mean i own the trilogy so i can literally watch it whenever um i feel like i, I know why they, they you know they they put it in the, se- the in the second movie cuz that's my favorite one i just don't like batman 1 or batman begins dude it's so good when's the last time you watched it
2: I think it's not a good introduction. It's a good introduction. I, I, I love, I
1: love when he's getting trained. I love the first part of the movie. The second part of the movie really throws I me off. I swear, out. you need to watch Batman for Begins that. again. I'm not playing. I do not. You do for the second. <laughs> I for, just rewatched it. It's really, really good.
0: So you saw both. I rewatched it when it got back to Netflix. Batman Begins. I swear to God, watch it again. It like every every other character that isn't like a focal point in Iron Man. To, uh, sorry, in Dark Knight is a focal point in the first one. So Michael Caine. And Morgan Freeman are fantastic in Batman Begins. Whereas this movie, they're kind of just characters to, play a, characters. to play a role. In the first movie, they're integral characters of the story. I, like They get kind of overshadowed in The Dark Knight because of how good Heath Ledger is. But in the first movie, they get a lot of shine. You should watch it again, I swear to God.
1: No, because I, I, I've seen it. I've seen it before. <laughs> I've seen it after watching The Dark Knight. And just the second part of the movie really throws me off with the whole mist and everybody... But that's like the last
0: 15 minutes. I was with you. I swear to god I had the same exact opinion because that last battle is kind of boring because you know the mist thing isn't really going to work out. So it's kind of underwhelming. But if you watch it again, I swear it's really really good.
1: That- so if I watch it again, I won't hate the mist. I hate every time watching that movie. Yeah. Why?
0: Because it's not as big of a scene
1: as you think. You're over like thinking
0: how much mist is in the movie. It's literally <laughs> only like the last 15 minutes of it. Okay.
1: But the last 15 minutes is the most important part. Because he's trying to take back the city. But then
0: you're not giving anybody credit for the first hour 45 of the movie.
1: Yeah, it's good. It's a good it's fantastic. scene. You know, he's getting trained by Raj Al Gore. I love it. But the end of the movie really throws me off. Raj Al Gore trained him.
2: <laughs> Al Gore. <laughs> Raj Al Gore. Raj Gore. I love how you couldn't make another
1: another um, reason why the movie's great. So The you're ninja like, scene just is super good. Of-
0: the, the getting the fucking stupid blue flower up to the top of the mountain is awesome. The whole Katie Holmes thing where she gets drugged and he has to save her, all that stuff's amazing. But we're talking about the Dark Knight. Stop distracting me. That's why I'm trying to move on. Okay. When did you see the Dark Knight first? I saw it in the theaters. Okay. I saw that one in the theaters. After how much you hated Batman Begins, it's really weird. I mean, did you see the trailers for. The trailer's are amazing. For, uh, I've the been Dark doing night. myself a favor and rewatching trailers from the 2000s and the night in like the late or the early 2010s. Those trailers are amazing.
1: No, I remember the first time, um, you saw, like, how the Joker was gonna look, and it was...
0: That poster alone will make you buy the movie Which one? It.
1: The one with the, with the blood?
0: Not that one. I'm talking about the one where it's just, like, him looking over his shoulder in the middle of the street. Yeah. Like, yeah. That, yeah, yeah. That yeah, poster yeah. alone
1: needs to be on everybody's wall. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I, I really like what they did with the Joker's character. Of course. He's ledger. Of course. I'll, it's rude. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, I mean, you're not saying anything okay. we haven't said before. The Joker's fucking amazing. Right. Let's say
2: it again. But
1: nobody's... No! You know what? Bucky Ledger. No, I'm just kidding. Can I say that? He's dead, bro. Wow. You're a scumbag.
2: You're out of the podcast.
0: (laughs) We can edit Um, (laughs) it. Best best moments of The Dark Knight. Let's get this thing going. The whole movie. Relax. (laughs) Sorry. Yeah,
1: no. For some reason, my favorite uh, part of the movie is when he burns the... The money? The the money. I love what, what he's trying to symbolize with that. When it's he says it's not the about line. the money, it's about sending a message. A I really love that. Line. It's it's the best line in the in. in
0: Whenever the movie, I watch The Dark Knight, I go around for like a week straight just quoting the line, his lines again, mm-hmm. to like random people who aren't even paying attention to me. I think
2: the interrogation scene is the best part of the movie. That's arguably yeah, the best part of fair. any movie. Yeah. that was like the first time they're sitting together, yeah. talking.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And like I like I always say with Game of Thrones, the best thing is you can do is put two people in a room that are complete opposites and make them talk it out. Really, That's really good. Insane. Yeah, let's not reminisce on the scene. Let's talk about the scene, I producer. <laughs> Son of a bitch. Right,
2: all just up the <laughs> like JD on Scrubs. <laughs> I'm gonna touch myself later. Yeah,
0: exactly. Wow. Uh, other best moments. But I So can. beginning of the movie, best moments. <laughs> the bank robbery scene, super, super yeah. good. No, I kill the bus driver. Like all that whole, that whole opening. You like doesn't matter what happens the rest of the movie. That opening is amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, then you get into meeting. Uh, Two-Face, or Harvey Dent at the time, Mm -hmm. and I didn't know that Harvey Dent was gonna be Two-Face. I don't know shit about comics. Mm -hmm. So I was like, oh, cool, Aaron Eckhart's in this. Yeah. I I didn't know shit about it. And then he starts being like super, um... Like impactful in the movie, I'm like this guy's got to have more of a story to tell. Yeah. So yeah, like, I too. didn't know anything. I, I was completely in for the ride. Then he has the whole thing with the the pencil and making it disappear when when the gangsters all meet up at the table mm-hmm. and Joker has a great line. And he goes, "I know why you guys all meet in the du- in the day. Right. Because you're afraid of who's going to be outside at night. Like, mm-hmm. awesome, awesome scene.
1: It's the thing is, it's really hard to review this movie like why? without saying something that. 400 people haven't said. All right, but we're talking about the best moments right now. The best moments have been talked. I think, I want to say... Okay, another times. good moment then
0: is when the Joker is looking at the Asian dude on the TV and he goes, I know the squealers when I see him. And he's and a This squealer. guy's a squealer. <laughs> he <laughs> just shuts good. off the, the, yeah. the monitor. So I, I, I gotta get out of here. I love that scene, um, and then even that when they're when they're all about to jump and he pulls out his jacket and he's ah 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 and he has the grenades, mm-hmm. super good like that. That's that's typical comic book Joker. Even the the why so serious? But
2: <laughs> don't <laughs> even
0: get me started on those. I could make just a podcast about all the different stories he has when it comes to. Do you know how I got these scars? All like every single character he asks that question to gets their own unique story, and I think myself that it's it has to do with what he thinks will terrify that person the most so when he a- asked Maggie Gyllenhaal that like he tells her I had a wife and she was always sad and I wanted to make her happy mm-hmm. that will cut her to the core because that would be her one of her biggest fears that like you know the person she's closest to would do that mm-hmm. and then when he has the same conversation with the old man at the party you remind me of my father like I was hoping you guys were gonna finish my sentence for me no no, no. I'm, You're, I'm you were so killing I'm you. reminiscing You're yeah. were killing. Yeah. you guys
2: are you guys are
0: killing me over here um <laughs> How about one of the scariest moments in this movie? Do you have a scariest moment you want to bring up? Mine was
2: when uh, the mayor was looking out into the distance. Yeah. His office. They're going to come after you. That was like a jump scare. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. I never expected
0: that. And then that's followed up by what I think is a scariest moment where you have the videotape of how that guy died. And Joker has the handy cam, and I actually, like, I have, like, some inside baseball knowledge. They gave Heath Ledger a camera, like, a handy-held camera, and they go, go film this scene.
2: Yeah, he filmed it by himself. By himself
0: with with that that one guy. Um, I remember. (sighs) Horrifying.
2: Yeah, I remember um, I took my cousin. She, I was, like, 11, I think, when the movie came out. So, um, I didn't have anybody to take me. Mm-hmm. So my cousin was like, "Oh, I remember my, taking the trolley. Yeah, my, I remember taking my the fl- trolley." For like, my cousin was like, "One of my friends is going, so mm-hmm. I'll just take you because I know you want to see it because you're, I know you like Batman." So I was like, "Cool," and she was like, "I don't know what this movie's gonna be about. I'm just, I just want to hang out with this dude." So I was like, "Just yeah, whatever." I remember during that scene of the handicap she like looked over me and she was like, "Jose." What Fuck, kind of movie is this we need to go like. i just kept staring at the screen i was so mesmerized like, i was just so mesmerized
0: by the, by the whole thing well that's how i always like say like if an actor's very very good you can't look away when they're on screen yeah if joker's on screen fuck whatever else you're doing you were watching what the joker's doing so that scene when when he's like look at me look at me mm-hmm. look at me look at me yeah i was I'm like terrified I huh! was <laughs> terrified. fuck off whatever else you're doing that scene is amazing then again, back to the party scene where he's walking around and he's like, kind of like joking, "Where's Harvey? You know where Harvey is? You know where mm-hmm. Harvey is?" Like that stuff is so so good. Yeah.
1: Um, you know, more best moments of the movie. I really thought he was gonna throw her out of the window mm-hmm. at, at that party, and I legit thought she was dead. Which in in the first time I saw it, I remember thinking, "I was like, oh, it makes sense. They changed the character. They're just gonna yeah. kill her off. Right. That's it." And then she gets saved by um Batman. by Batman, and I'm Batman. Yeah, I just. I was like, oh, okay, she's dead for sure. Yeah. I
0: do have a little bit of a flaw with that, though, just to jump back and forth from flaws and pauses. Are you going to take my when, flaw again? When Batman just happens to be right next to him and nobody noticed in the fucking bright-ass party oh, that Batman's okay. right behind him.
2: <laughs> well, he is a ninja, though.
0: Sure.
1: But uh, <laughs> 65 people in that room. Like, for no, real. My flaw was going to be when she saves her and then they land in the car. Yeah. And well, went nothing happens. Back.
2: It's Batman. No, he, he took all the blow, i And
1: he has wings, so he's like, he's, he's slowed down on the way.
0: I mean, I think...
1: Th- and that's you know for has? sure a flaw. I don't care what you guys say, well, if you fall in... Well, you have to watch out, fall- though, because there's, there's magic involved. You well, know what kind of magic?
0: <laughs> movie magic!
2: <laughs> yeah. Well, I was gonna say, in the beginning of the movie, they did kind of... I think they did... I can't remember. They showed Bruce with a bunch of scars, mm-hmm. signifying that he's taking all these blows think, after a while. No, I that.
1: get it, but if you're falling from, from a building... And you land on a car, you're not surviving that. We're not surviving it. Batman is. Batman's Batman. Is still a human being. Batman. So I was. That's my biggest flaw out of the entire movie. It's Obviously. that one. In in the in the other scene where he lands on top of the on top of the white van. That one's kind and, of bad. And nothing happens. Those are my only two flaws oh, in the movie. Well, the thing is too is that he
0: like fucking dents in the whole van and just like walks it off. You're like all right, no. And the timing
1: on that. Yeah. The timing, I was like, okay, bro. Yeah. Well, <laughs> Let's chill.
2: I was going to say, the only flaws I ever have about these, this movie is um, Christopher Nolan's really bad with continuity errors. I don't know if you ever I noticed. You to watch your mouth talking about Christopher Nolan. <laughs> I don't know if you ever noticed, but in the very beginning of the movie, like the very, very first few seconds when the movie starts, uh, the camera zooming into the building, you see the helicopter in the window. The helicopter that's filming what are you, the shot. What you, the director police? You see wow. the helicopter. No, I did not notice that. You never noticed that? Yeah. No. So you see the helicopter as it's coming in. Like, you see it, like, the camera and everything. Uh-huh. There's another scene where then the bank heist... Oh, you
0: mean on the coolest shot of the whole movie where they oh blow out God. the window? You're going to complain about the fucking <laughs> well, helicopter? Well, I guess
1: we know what movie's going to win since literally <laughs> no. Rich is attacking every comment.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Watch out, Christopher Nolan. Also, when um when the the bus slams into the bank... Mm-hmm. The, you see like it's supposed to hit one of the actors, but like the actor flies before the 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 bus comes to a complete stop. So there's like this much space and you see it that comes and when it like when he flies. Have you ever screen. watched a
0: Mission Impossible movie and complained about these same things? <laughs> no. Probably I just, I, You haven't watched you, any movie as many saying, times as Dark you, Knight, so you're, you're gonna have, catch those flaws.
2: When you have a perfect movie like The Dark Knight perfect when you start easy, seeing bro. like these little things yeah just to like to feel like pick. you're not yeah
1: you're <laughs> like okay thank god it's not perfect i want to say i <laughs> did notice that one but i want to say i forgave it just because I mean, of that I forgive, bank i forgive every bank single thing amazing yeah
2: but i'm it's, just trying to have some flaws for this movie because to be honest it, you really guys really don't bad. even have the
0: biggest flaw yet the biggest flaw is him going to fucking taiwan or wherever to kidnap the asian dude to china wherever to tax your yeah, yeah, like, but Batman doesn't have any boundaries. No, he doesn't have extradition. Anyway, does he care? Batman doesn't care about extradition. Anyway, so he goes to China and has this big old like, I'm gonna show off my Batman powers scene and basically kidnaps the mm-hmm. the Asian business owner and brings him back to America. But as that's happening, all I'm thinking about is where the fuck Joker right now. Like, all I care about right now is where the Joker is.
2: Well, wasn't it like that? That was around the point where he still wasn't like, oh, Joker's not that big of a threat. I'm just kidding. yeah, I know. To be honest, I'm I know you.
1: exactly where the Joker was. He was planning all those bombs on that hospital for later. That well, I look took like time. a guy They're with a plans. plan. That shit we, took time.
2: Can we talk about the hospitals? Did you guys ever look at the deleted scenes for the yes. movie? Yes. Yeah. Do, do you know about when Joker was inside the bus? <sighs> Reminisce. Sorry. Please talking about Why don't you tell the viewers? <laughs> this isn't a fucking or the video.
0: Visual Please podcast. tell the listeners that deleted this is all scenes, audio. People just are just
2: like, I wonder what Jose is looking at. Yeah. I wonder what he's <laughs> fucking <thinking producer>. about. Fucking <laughs> producer.
0: Who's Jose? But but anyway, <laughs> so I, I think another good scene is, is when he's actually hitting the button and the button doesn't work. And Heath Ledger, because Heath Ledger doesn't miss a fucking beat, he's just like... Oh. gets all frustrated, like, of course it's so well. But you skipped a whole bunch of stuff before that. Another great scene is when the interrogation scene is happening. He finally breaks Batman into, you know, giving in to his anger. And he just starts, like, toying with him and toying with him. And then he tells him, you have two locations you can go to. One will save the girl, one will save it. Harvey Dent and that whole scene breaks down you're like oh my god he's gonna go save Maggie Gyllenhaal Mm -hmm. whatever who cares thinking that everybody's gonna live in the end because it's fucking Batman but no one's listening because it's the Joker and he go and he says you can only save one and he goes and saves uh, Aaron Eckhart's character as as Harvey Dent and gets him out of there thinking that it was and and you're like oh my god there's no way they're actually gonna kill her and she goes I just have to say one thing Harvey and then she explodes you're just like what the fuck yeah, yeah, that's yeah. never happened before in a movie. Mm-hmm. Never have they blown up the love interest in the fucking halfway point of the movie. Yeah, that was literally... That Amazing. When, when Iron being, Man would never do
2: that. I was, <laughs> I I was going to say, the Marvel would never kill off a no. character yeah. into the fucking infinity. And that's way.
0: why Marvel's not the coolest.
2: Yeah.
1: Well, who did they, they kill? Who, who has...
0: Nobody, who? but we're talking about the Dark Knight. <laughs> Marvel's, okay. such, Marvel's such trash when it comes to killing villains. Yeah, they, You're yeah. Talking they, about people who f- fell unreasonable falls, fucking roadie falls from six miles out of the sky and shit. lands on his back, and he's like, "I'm just gonna walk it off." Literally, Someone, right, someone right, should have right. died
2: during the Civil War. It's yeah. My anyway, point is, mm-hmm. uh, the biggest fucking chill that I've ever gotten from The Dark Knight was during the inter- uh, interrogation scene, where he slams Joker into the to, the to the glass. To the glass breaks. He falls to the ground and starts. It does his Joker laugh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That gave. That was like biggest moment for me yeah. yeah every time i like that's the one scene i always like to go see because that because that's like that, he's doing the iconic joker boy uh, mm-hmm. laugh and he mm-hmm. only does it for like the one like the one time in the movie and it's such. well a no he does it type. on the
0: video camera too though When after yeah, he but, does the uh the, the killing guy who was dressed up as batman he does it uh, like as the video shuts off yeah yeah, mm-hmm.
2: but it's just like a quick one this one's like focused on it like the laugh and it's just such a good getting hit like in breaking glass and then just falling to the ground and just laughing well how about
0: the the follow-up to that when the cops in the room and and he's and he's asking him like trying to bait the cop into walking over to him and he goes how many of my friends did how many of your friends did you kill dude so good because you're just like of course he's gonna get out this motherfucker i
2: knew i knew your friends better than you did yeah some would say i
0: know your friends better than you. calling them cowards Yeah. yeah Do you want to know which ones were cowards? <laughs> it's like
2: fuck you, dude. Yeah.
0: So well done. And then this, like you know, the explosion happens, and one of my favorite shots of any movie. I think I even tweeted this out to the like that one perfect shot Twitter shout out to them. Mm-hmm. They have the shot of Joker's head out of the window of the cop car and just like waving his hair. Yeah, literally one of my favorite shots of any movie ever. I think
2: that that's yeah, one of the
0: Like top five for stuff. me, honestly. That shot is so cool. And then it gets into, you know, honestly one of the best scenes. Actually, we skipped that because he got caught before that. We we totally skipped over the uh, the car chase where Aaron Eckhart gives himself up as Batman. So you have the the, the car chase scene, right? Mm-hmm. And during that car chase, you haven't seen like the Joker's full potential yet. Like you've seen him do some cool stuff, but he hasn't killed Maggie Hall's character yet. He hasn't like done any of like the really epic Joker stuff that he's done. He's just testing everybody, mm-hmm. saying like I'm gonna keep killing people until the Batman gives himself up. So you don't know how like how under control of the situation he is and when like you see the the fire truck on fire and they have to take like the the under the street tunnel route you're Mm -hmm. like oh some shit's gonna go down there you know something bad's gonna happen down there and that whole scene with whether it be the helicopter like getting caught in the cords Mm -hmm. or whether it's batman riding the bike in between like the tires of the 18 wheeler both of those like so shocking no movie does that like, Christopher Nolan and, like, the, the, whoever helped write the, like, cinematography of this movie is amazing. When it came to the actual action of it, cinematography is not the right word, but you know what I mean. Like, whoever built Great. that action piece, yeah. w- congrats, like, 100% yeah. to them. I've never been, like, more into an action sequence than I was for that scene. More best moments. The whole entire movie. Yeah, no, the, the, is... movie,
1: the movie is by far one of the best movies we've seen. And especially being a i know it's it's now it's a it's you know it's just common to say oh it's a it's a good superhero movie but back then you did really didn't have a lot of great superhero movies It's not the way that the dark knight did it because he they re, remolded the way a superhero movie can be made and um yeah it, the movie's well, Fantastic. how about this? There's been
0: 20 superhero movies since Dark Knight came out, and none of them are even close. Yeah, no, none of them. No, people might say Logan, but like that's like that's, well, that's what I mean. Like people, like yeah. there's anything anybody says, you're just like still not Dark Knight. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I leave every Marvel movie saying still not the Dark Knight. Mm-hmm. I was hoping Civil War was going to do that for me. And
1: that's what that's what I'm scared about this bracket, is that <laughs> that being the best movie at the end you know just because and it's 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 not wrong for doing that but at the same time it's just it's well it's
0: like i always say it's not our, it's not the best movie ever made that we're making a bracket for it's our favorite movies right so we're asking we're asking the fans and everybody to root for their favorite movies to win mm-hmm. so it doesn't have to necessarily be the best right when it comes to flaws in the dark night we still have another big big flaw we haven't mentioned yet which is aaron eckhart at the end why does two-face have to die at the end of this movie and then why do we have to blame the Batman to do it? Oh God, it, it bothers me to no end why they couldn't blame the Joker for Aaron Eckhart's death at the end of the movie. For, for Harvey Dent's death at the end of the movie. Because mm-hmm. the Joker had no problem taking credit for all the judges dying, all of the other characters dying. But when it came to Harvey Dent dying, it wouldn't have been a stretch of the imagination to say that the Joker had him killed too. Mm-hmm. or one of the Joker's henchmen killed him because the Joker was already in arrested at that point. It to me to to end the movie on that note. I know when I left the theater, I was I went there with almost my whole family when I saw this movie. It was really weird. Like I'd never done like a family movie trip, mm-hmm. but we all wanted to see The Dark Knight so badly that when we all walked out, I remember looking at at one of my brothers and legitimately being like I don't like the way that they made Batman the villain at the end.
2: I, I think I think the thing about it was that cuz they at the Part of the part of the movie was like, you know, the Batman is supposed to stop the Joker, and if they were if they were to say, oh, the Joker was the one that killed Harvey Dent, then people would have been like, oh well, that could have been prevented if only Batman would have taken off his mask.
0: Good point. So that's a super good point. So no matter what
2: they would have said, even if they blamed it on Joker, it would have still come back to well, Batman could have stopped. But him either him way, off the, the mask. either way the point. Joker
0: won because. Because Harvey died in the end. So you could have said Batman did it, but it's still the Joker who caused it. Oh, no, no, yeah. yeah Joker no, won the the Joker won
1: yeah. turning the best person into the worst person. But Which he is not, cool. Yeah, but he did not win with everybody else in the boat trying to you know, make them kill each other. Well, that's what I
0: like about The Dark Knight Rises is that they almost immediately retconned the idea that it was Batman's fault. Gary Oldman's character, who we haven't even referenced yet, Jim Gordon's character in this movie is amazing when mm-hmm. it comes to him faking his death and being the driver of the car and during the chase scene. Mm-hmm. Um, he's amazing. And in like that last scene, he's the one who says, no, the Batman has to be the one to take the fall for this, da da da, da. But in Dark Knight Rises, to just skip movies for a second, yeah. he's almost immediately being like, no, no, we're not going to keep idolizing Harvey Dent. He was a piece of shit at the end of the day. Yeah. So... There is a little bit of give and take for it.
2: Well, The thing that sucks about it is that um, I an article came out where I think it was like the sister of Heath Ledger mentioned that the Joker was going to be in the third movie, and he was going to be, the Joker was going to be a big part of the third movie. Mm-hmm. Well, I
0: also heard it was going to be a Hannibal Lecter type of thing, too. Was it? Where he was going to be in a prison cell, and Batman so, had to go visit him in prison to get advice on how to catch the next bad guy, whether it was Riddler or Bane or whoever. Yeah. They were going to have Joker be stuck in a prison cell and Batman had to go visit him and talk to him. That would have been fucking amazing.
2: Yeah, and then... Because I remember when, after he died, they asked Christopher Nolan if he was going to make a third one and he said no. Yeah. And then people were like, no, we need a third movie. Like, You can't leave Batman as a villain. And he kept saying, look, no, I don't want to make a third one. And, you know, the third one was with Bane. And I think... The third one was just like a fan, just like a fan, a fan appreciation movie. Basically. But now, like, because like, this this article about uh, Heath Ledger's sister came out like a month ago, I think. It was like a month or two ago. ago. It just came out? Yeah. Cause oh, it, wow. it, it just literally came out, and there was like, this is kind of a secret that they were holding and they didn't really want to tell anybody. Mm-hmm. But it was like, the Joker was going to be a big part of the third movie. Well, that's the last line the Joker then, says
0: huh? in the movie. It's like, you need me, and I need you. Yeah. So just
2: imagine what kind of the third movie would It's such a better. disappointment. Cause like yeah, the, the third one wasn't as great as you want as it could have been. It's still a great movie though. It's the, At the it, end it's, of the day. It's a good uh, addition, but I think to to be a predecessor of the Dark Knight,
1: nothing um, can follow the Dark Knight though.
2: No, it's but. Go ahead.
1: Let's say okay, and now I'm just gonna play devil's advocate for. Mm-hmm. Let's say there was a third movie with the Joker, and it's not as and powerful as the the second one is, and it makes you. Respect less the Joker because now it's 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 yeah. an icon. It's fucking Heath Ledger did the best role of his life, it's, and then and yeah. then he best passed role away. of anybody's life. Yeah, <laughs> and, and, and
2: yeah, it's the same thing with like uh, with like Tupac and Biggie. Every everybody says that they're like the best rappers in the world, uh, and then like they died pretty young. But imagine if they were still alive and still making music. They'd be on, mm-hmm. like,
0: NCIS and bullshit like that. The be way selling that Ice-T and everybody and is. And like, Snoop Dogg, because now yeah. he's, like, talking with, like, with, Martha, with Stewart. Martha Stewart. Yeah, <laughs> Yeah.
2: so it's, like, as sad as it is, like, you die a hero before you, self, you see yourself become a villain. Yeah, exactly. Like, well done. Mm-hmm. Well done, producer. So way to tie it back in there. Well nice. done. I fucking love this movie. <laughs> All right, so
0: we've got flaws out of the way. We've spent way too long on, on best moments. How is the soundtrack for you guys? I cool. love it.
1: It's so suspenseful. Like,
0: (laughs) can I tell you guys a story? Oh God, here we go. Please. So Hans Zimmer has this guy who does Joker's theme, Mm -hmm. and Joker's theme is you know that really intense, super slow build. Mm -hmm. It's so intense that the guy who plays the theme hates playing it because it gives him like a sickness. Like it, 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 he doesn't even like playing the song. That's Mm -hmm. how intense it is. Wow,
1: that's so good.
0: Yeah, I could listen to the Batman theme and and the Joker theme all day long just puts you right back in the seat it's very eerie yeah it's very uh, yeah
2: i'm like I'm covering my mouth as i'm like
0: well done well done yeah soundtrack <laughs> one of one of my favorites and and the jokers especially super iconic you know exactly when that theme, that theme song is on yeah uh best acting performances do we want to just oh we know do yeah. we want to just <laughs> not even mention Heath ledger and say anybody else no nobody, nobody. else I think Not Aaron Eckhart.
2: I was gonna say I, no, it, I really enjoyed his his acting. Yeah, no, from going. It's my from favorite like Aaron Eckhart movie for good, sure. Like from for a him. good guy into like a bad mm-hmm. guy. That, that's like, another thing we totally sex. missed.
0: His Two Face bit we haven't mentioned at all, but him as Two Face is amazing. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, yeah, it's, it's amazing. It's
2: really good. I, like I, like I like I'm on the same boat as you. I didn't know, like I knew all like all Batman villains, but I don't know their like the actual like their names. backstory, like their backstories. So when I was, like, 11, I just knew that, like, a Two-Face existed. I knew that, like, that was a thing. Mm-hmm. But I didn't know that his real name was Harvey Dent. So the mm-hmm. whole time I'm just, like, I'm, like, it's just some dude just trying to, yeah. like, just trying to fuck mm-hmm. Batman's girl or whatever. <laughs> Hashtag <laughs> Batman. Team Batman. <laughs> <laughs> and so, so when, like, I remember when he was rolling around with half of his face covered in fire, I'm, like, wait. Wait a second. Mm-hmm.
0: Wait a minute. <laughs> well, how about the, the just the graphics for that? Like, in 2008, that's amazing how they made his face look.
1: That was fucking yeah. horrifying, too. Yeah, no, it was so believable. I, it wasn't. You couldn't even tell it was CGI. Yeah, because
2: they oh. were so dark with it. Oh, like, and
0: then when, when when Joker's the nurse...
2: Yeah. Dude, oh, someone so, so somebody pointed a flaw with that, because Joker comes in, and he's sitting down. Like, he, still, he has the mask over his face, but you can still see the full-on makeup yeah, on his forehead. So? And then you see Harvey Dent like just laying there, like looking at the nurse, and then he takes off the mask. Right, like if he ah, didn't he know. Reacts. like what? Like, like if he didn't. Well, know, he probably yeah.
0: wasn't paying attention to the nurse. That's all, maybe. But well, his, he was his, dead inside at that point. His, so.
1: Half of his face is burnt. Yeah, I think. Uh, well, I would, well, they also like. I would like Gary Oldman
0: says it too, where he's like, "I, I hear that you're in some sort of excruciating, excruciating amount of pain." Yeah. And he's like, "Doesn't matter. I'm a badass. Like, yeah. <laughs> like I don't. I feel no pain. That kind of thing." But the, just his reveal where he takes the mask off, hi. <laughs> like, so good. <laughs> yeah. So good. And then he has the whole, like, monologue where he goes, Gordon has plans. Batman has
1: plans. Like, that whole speech is so well done. The more, the more I hear it now, though, like, the more it bothers me. Because of, like, you can tell he has a plan. The whole time he has a plan. And the way he, I, I get it, he's breaking down the character, just like the, the you know, the, the scars. But at the same time it's it's you can tell he has a plan and I don't know, it it really it really bugs me.
2: But I think with the Joker is that he he has a I think he's not necessarily saying that he has like a plan plan. He he has things to to plan to for an outcome, but he's not necessarily thinking that's when like with the final
0: Alright, so I I have an even no. better way of saying it. The same way that he tells people, Do you wanna know how I got these scars? Yeah, and he absolutely. tells them the individual story He's playing a role in telling Harvey Dent, mm-hmm. I don't have a plan. Right. He's saying that so he can trigger Harvey Dent to do his own thing and be crazy and be an anarchist. Oh, okay. an- mm-hmm. an- an- anar- an- yeah, anarchist. That word, thank you. Like He's saying that to play a role to get him triggered in that way.
1: Yeah, I know, I just said that. I was like, I get why he's doing it. Yeah. Uh, oh, okay. Uh, but it still bothers me. Cause oh, it's a, I, I mean, can, well, as that, the viewer... As the viewer, you're, like, you're seeing all these things. Obviously this bitch has a plan. Right. Obviously. Right.
0: But... Like you don't put all those those bombs in the in the in the Gotham
1: hospital, right? Not thinking what's gonna happen and not have a plan. It goes by getting them down much amount of bombs in a fucking hospital, by the way. Well, I'm he has just a lot of henchmen, that. bro. Movie magic. Sending a message. <laughs> it's about sending a message. <laughs> um, yeah, I think
0: we're good though. Are we gonna give? Uh, what's the rating for like Dark 12 uh, You only get one. You're not awards? gonna pull a Rob and, and just give six awards for a movie. Um, <laughs> So, what was your rating the first time you saw The Dark Knight?
1: Fucking ten. Producer? Fucking
0: ten. 9.7. <laughs> really? Swear to God. Are you Why? The because whole, of the... you don't want to give it a ten? Well, there's that. I'll never give a movie a ten. But there's okay. the there's the Asian guy flaw where I said that, we're, that they have to go to China to, to kidnap him. I don't like that scene. But what happens every time you said movie. movie magic? And then there's the scene at the end where they blame Batman for the thing. I hate the, the way that they end the movie. I literally left the movie not happy because of that, that ending alone, so it can't be a 10. Well, great, because now that.
1: everybody that listens to this will leave not happy because of your review.
0: Always. <laughs> nice. Cool. Um, I think it's pretty clear-cut who our winner is going to be. Iron Man?
1: Yeah, for sure.
0: And your winner, by unanimous decision, The Dark Knight, moving on to the next round. After a further review, did you notice anything with The Dark Knight this time that you didn't notice the first time? Other than the fucking flaws that producer pulled out of it, okay. Oh, can, can I point out one more? Go for it.
2: Okay, so this is around the time IMAX was starting to be used. Mm-hmm. So um, Christopher Nolan was like, "Oh, like I want to give it a shot at, at IMAX," but he was going between a thirty-five millimeter camera with. Um, the IMAX, which is a 70- slightly nerd.
1: Please tell us what that means oh because <laughs> Translated
2: we to it no to American, please. Oh my god. So, so regular standard cameras for movies are thirty five millimeter. Wake up, bro, wake up. IMAX movies are done in seventy millimeter. Okay. Which is obviously there's a difference between the millimeters. One thirty five, one seventy. Almost <laughs> almost twice as much. Why doesn't matter? Huh? Why doesn't matter? So seventy millimeter is a, just a wider uh, aspect ratio okay. or whatever just like a bigger screen Okay. The thing about Christopher Nolan is that he used both cameras during the move for the film. Mm-hmm. So if you ever noticed during the big action scenes, yeah. It goes from regular standard uh, <laughs> he just threw a cat on recording. <laughs> anyways.
0: Um, so the action pieces, so, some of them are wide, some of them are narrow. So
2: when it's just a regular scene of them talking, it's just like it's in, it's done in thirty five millimeter. Mm-hmm. When it's an action piece, it's done in IMAX, which is a 70, mm, seventy millimeter. So when you're watching it like on a DVD, the movie will go from widescreen yeah, to a that. full complete screen. So it just keeps going back and forth from widescreen to full screen. Especially especially with that helicopter of of with the with the helicopter
1: um <laughs> shot, you guys were talking about going through the through the wires that yeah. was that was a, a white shot. yeah that's one of the more um obvious obvious ones uh what do you think the biggest complaint from the media
0: is on iron man or dark Knight that we need to mention the biggest complaint actually i'll say one real quick that annoyed the fuck out of me when i saw iron man i talked to my friends about it i was like dude iron man was amazing right and my buddy goes yeah but the the technology was just so unrealistic like oh obviously he God. can't have a touch screen like thing in front of him and i was like D- i can't talk to you about this like the Hulk just came out and you're going to tell me what's real and what's not? Like It's a fucking comic book movie. Right. That one bothered me. Uh, What about the Dark Knight? What's what's some of the biggest complaints we've ever heard?
2: I think he's just minor. Like the things that I was pointing out? Yeah, the haters. Yeah, yeah. for sure.
1: I want to say the biggest complaint uh, for Heath Ledger is probably him dying. That's it. The whole movie. (laughs) What the fuck? Why'd you have to die? What (laughs) a
0: scumbag. That's two Heath Ledger under the buses that you just did. No,
1: literally, that was actually a compliment. Basically, that's Anything that they're complaining about this movie. It's just him dying. Everything else is perfect.
2: I th- I think Heath Ledgers. Ledgers? Oh sorry, I just I'm sorry. I, no, I think his performance was the very first comic book movie Academy Award. Mm-hmm. It was. I believe so.
0: It was. And that's why he gets a Gold Award. I just want to Or right, he's a yeah. Goldblum Award nominee.
2: Yeah. Do you think mm-hmm. if he didn't if he didn't die, he still would have gotten that award?
0: Yes. No. You don't think so? Nope. Who would have gotten it? I don't know who it was up against that year, it's not, it's not for that reason, but when an actor dies, Hollywood gets real fucking PC about it, and they start recognizing them when they didn't recognize them the year before. So, when Carrie Fisher died, the Star Wars community was all out in force, like, Carrie Fisher's amazing, but it wasn't until Carrie Fisher died that people started really giving her credit for what she did in Star Wars. A lot the, uh, of people were just calling her, like, the sure. pill-popping yeah. Leia. You know what I mean? Like, there was a lot of jokes, like, shitty jokes about Leia. Yeah. Because, like, in right before that, too, was when she, when, like, the news came out where her and Harrison Ford had hooked up. Yeah. Or oh, something oh. happened. So a lot of people were throwing her under the bus, like, as just a person in general. And then she dies, and everybody's like, oh, my God, our princess is dead. Yeah. And it's like, no, you can't go, like, flip-flop back and forth about who's a scumbag and who's not. So it, just my opinion, I think that he gets a lot of credit because he's he's passed.
2: I think I think it, it, it would have been super close. I think, I, when I,
0: he,
1: I think he would have won. In I, my pro-
0: from, yeah, I don't remember what he was nominated against, though. That's the problem. Oh, I, can
2: I don't
1: that. think it would matter. It's yeah. not taking away from his performance at all, because there's
0: amazing performances in comic book movies that go unnoticed, like a Logan, like a Robert Downey Jr. and Iron Man. There's, there's moments, there's actors in these movies that don't get any credit, and I think that it's because they're comic book movies. Like, how long did it take Lord of the Rings to get any credit with the Academy? They made three amazing movies, and they didn't give any credit to the first two.
2: That is true. Nothing also, but nonsense? Well, I was going to say, um, uh, we're filming this on July 14th, and in four more days, it's going to be the 10th anniversary for The Dark Knight.
0: Dude, we're killing it with the anniversaries. It it's, is summer season, now, so. It, it was released right. on so July, July
2: 18th, which is, I think, on Wednesday, mm-hmm. so this is going to come out on Monday, but just a little fun little tidbit. Is there
0: any nonsense we want to add on this fucking long-ass podcast? How? We're at least an hour 30. If By I an hour we in an hour now? We're in an hour. Oh, wow. It's the way.
2: We, we did to them. Yeah. Just like a regular.
0: Well, did you guys ever watch the Academy Awards when Heath Ledger was nominated, or was when he won? Yeah, I was
2: there. I, yeah, I literally was You like, were there? there? No, no, I wasn't oh. there. But oh. I, was oh. like, I, was I was like, who's invited why? the he Academy. In, no wonder you're Producer so hyped <laughs> about this <laughs> movie. <laughs> he hey loves the movie so much, he wins the Academy Awards. He's like special invite to the biggest fan. Right, like, yeah. Batman show. No, it was <laughs> like... No, I was like, I never really cared about, like, award shows. But when, like, I heard that he died, I was like... I, like the whole time I was like, he better... If he didn't win, it would have been a scene. Oh no, for sure, for sure. There was gonna be a bunch of like butthurt people, but um, but I was like the, that was the first award show that I I ever watched was just watching Keith Ledger win, mm-hmm. and I, I remember I was dude I was little I was like sitting there crying, I was like because everyone gave him a standing ovation when he won, so I was like there the whole time. I wasn't clapping, but you know, I was a little. Bit I think
0: good. if I would have watched it today, like if the same scenario would happen on next year's Academy, I'd straight up clap because I clapped for TV shows all the time.
2: You did clap when they they had the in-memoriam part for Carrie Fisher. I fucking
0: love Carrie Fisher.
2: Oh, I remember. I looked at you. I was like, I dude,
0: I straight up wanted to cry every time I think <laughs> about it. Like I remember leaving Rogue One and wanting to cry.
2: I remember you were walking away from the from the TV and I was like, May the Force be with you. That was no. I didn't think I
0: was. It wasn't that, that was... bad. But we were kind of <laughs> drunk. Yeah, we we, were we pretty, do uh, we were for good. the Academy Awards. We do shots every time we get a category right. So, like, for best actor, oh we took a shot for, like, whoever won. But, yeah, it's... I did, uh...
1: I think he did, like, 12 shots. I'm not invited to those parties anymore. I did 12 I, shots. I, I, uh, you're wor- you're I almost invited killed, to this year's. I, I almost killed uh, Rich on our last shot. Oh, fuck party. off.
0: You. you I tell you about that? Was he was mixes it? a shot of beer, tequila, and whiskey in one little shot. Thing. Oh. It was mostly foam beer. It was the most disgusting yeah, thing It ever. was so disgusting. Oh. And I he drank, like, three
1: of these. I took one. I'm not drinking a second one. I told you that straight up. I think he drank two. I want to say he drank two. I made to drink another one. No, I definitely didn't. Because I made you. one, and then I was like, I'm going to make another one. Definitely didn't drink another no, one. No, you drank another one. I definitely didn't. <laughs> okay. Definitely didn't.
0: I don't remember anything, but I remember that. <laughs> um, who the hell, what year was that, 2009? For what? The, the year you, that he won. The year that he won,
2: you, usually...
0: It's the year after, right?
2: It's the year after, so it'd be like fe- uh, February or March 2009. 2009, yeah. 2009. Um,
0: trying to figure out who the nominees were that year. Winners and nominees. Yeah, because I, I had a college
2: professor who was like... That was the year
0: Slumdog Millionaire won. That movie's fucking good, and nobody ever watched it. Slumdark you were in college? Yeah. When, no, 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 no. Oh. Not
2: when uh, when it won, but like, I remember in college, I, I was taking a critical um, critical thinking class, and then my teacher was like... Was like, honestly, I don't think Keith Ledger would have won the Academy Award if he hadn't have died. And I was still such a fanboy that I was so pissed off.
1: <laughs> Fucking Hater's Corner. <laughs> I could
2: have, like, I, know, I, I was so close Did to the Did you say anything me. or no? I was really close. I, like, gave him my, like, darted eyes during class.
0: Son of like, a bitch.
2: Fucker. Piece of shit.
0: That was the year Sean Penn won for Milk. What a shit movie that was.
2: Oh, really? Yeah. I, I haven't seen it. I, I thought it was. Best supporting was
0: actors were for Robert Downey Jr. for Tropic Thunder. Honestly, Honestly, that's good. It, um, I was
2: going to say, if Keith Ledger was not there, he could uh, Josh
0: Brolin was nominated for Milk. Uh, Michael Shannon was nominated for Revolutionary Road. And Philip Seymour Hoffman was nominated for Doubt.
2: I think my, my teacher wanted Philip Seymour Hoffman to win. I never
0: them. watched Doubt. I don't know what that yeah, is. I mean, I but never. I love Philip Seymour Hoffman. When he died, too, I was super bummed because, like, yeah. you just think about Twister. Like, I fucking love that movie. And Philip Seymour Hoffman played, like, one of the coolest characters. I,
2: I, I was taking a film theory class when he died. A nerd. A film theory class. <laughs> yeah, we would literally just sit around and watch movies. That's and amazing. And then just make theories it, about the movie. And movies. the next class would be like talk about the the theme. That's or the, dope. Yeah, it was pretty fun. Yeah, but um, you still a nerd. <laughs> oh, thanks.
1: Wow, what a bully. But thanks for Rich. sure. <laughs> thanks, Rich. Yeah, <laughs> for sure, me.
2: But my, my teacher was talking crap about Phil, uh, Philip Seymour Hoffman. Well, he's a heroin addict. Yeah, but like, I mean, people do. I mean, you shouldn't be doing drugs. There's drugs right? in Hollywood. Keep it real. But it's like... I, I, feel, I feel like being in Hollywood is very emotion, emotionally draining. Oh, yeah. To, to the point where you just need some escape.
0: Well, I remember when he died, my first thought was because I read the Hunger Games book, the final book. What a they nerd. Sp- they split for sure, though. <laughs> Low-key, though. <laughs> right? Well, well done. Uh, when, he, when he died, it was in the middle of shooting the last movies because they, they split that last movie into two. And at the end of the book, he has this big emotional speech to, to Jennifer Lawrence's yeah. character. And I was thinking, who the fuck is going to make that speech now? Because yeah. he's the one that, like, in the second and third movie, makes a big difference in the story. So he's a, a very in- integral part to the character. So when a character dies, that's a main character. It kind of sucks.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so wait, how, I, I never got to see the last two movies.
0: I didn't watch the, the part two. Oh really? Yeah, because okay. I read the book and I didn't like the way the book ended. So it's like I don't want to watch this oh. visually either. The, the first movie and the second movie about like the actual Hunger Game is fun. But yeah. when they turned it basically into like a rom-com with him and, and Peter and, and fucking Katniss, I didn't really yeah. care.
2: Peter Bread.
0: Yeah, Peter Bread and Katniss. I didn't really love those storylines. Yeah. But there's a few shocking deaths in the third book and in, in the, the two
2: movies that oh, would have been cool. Oh my god, do you guys remember the first movie? When uh, the, the little, little girl, girl dies? The little girl dies in social media. Bro. Do you remember that? Why? What happened on social media? You don't remember this? No. Uh, so the little girl died in the movie. Uh, the little black chick, right? Yeah, the little black girl. And after them, like, like you know, after, you know, people were like super into social, like, I mean, they still are. But, like, everyone on Twitter was like, I don't really feel bad for the girl dying because she was black. What? A lot of the tweets were like that. They were like, well, honestly, the internet's
0: the worst place to go for anything.
2: I remember sitting, I like, I remember going oh, to the movie. God. I remember going to the movie. That's rough. It's, it's the internet. So. The
0: internet's doing the same thing. right now. I'm not going to bring up Star Wars, but I'm going to bring up Star Wars. The oh. internet's doing the exact same thing for Star Wars with with Carrie, Kelly Marie Tran. Yeah, yeah. If she was an Asian and not the best actress, she wouldn't be getting nearly as much hate. If she was just like a pretty white girl and did the same exact role, no one would care. I promise you.
2: Well, I was, well they gave da- Daisy Ridley, uh, like she, a lot of shit for being just a, a normal lot, white girl. Just a, being a woman. Yeah. As a lead. Yeah. But anyways, but going back to the to the girl from the Hunger Games, I felt like. When I watched the movie, I felt like, oh, maybe, like, her death wasn't that, like... It was that meaningful. emotional. Well, it wasn't that emotional because they didn't give her character enough in yeah. the movie to the point where I was like, oh, she's she, dead. Well, like, she had, had It's not like she was going to fucking win the game. Yeah, I was like, it's part of the game yeah. where she has to die. Mm-hmm. Or I'm assuming in the book they gave her more, or they gave her and Katniss more time yeah. to build that... Bitch, yeah, that, that stuff. But that's just so part of the game. It's yeah. a sick
0: world that they were living in. Yeah, so then
2: I was like, oh, that death was That like, probably right. happens all the time in that. Well, like, literally everybody on social media was like, oh, her death was, like, I didn't really care because she was black.
1: Well, that's know. a stupid statement because, like, I'm pretty sure you didn't care about the other fucking 14 or how many yeah. people that were shown at yeah. the end of the night when they died. were just when trying to get died. a reaction. Yeah, they just wanted to, you know, have a racist comment in the yeah. internet because I'm it's pretty internet- sure when you, you hear the, what is it, like the... The explosions that you know somebody died. Mm-hmm. What's it called? The like the, yeah. the horns or like the yeah. ball, whatever it is. And they show every single picture, I'm pretty sure you're like, Oh I really care about the Dorothy I really care about guy. that white lady yeah. that I didn't see. Yeah. You know, but nobody yeah. fucking cares. Yeah. So the fact that you good even notice that she died, it's it's pretty Super fucking dumb.
0: Yeah. 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 Nothing but nonsense. Anything else we want to bring up? Oh fuck. Next it. movie. Alright, so the next movies we got Uh oh. We got musicals, y'all. We got musicals. We got La La Land versus the Producers. Yeah. Please watch the movies for next week. Vote down below in the Twitter stream. Um, We'll post it on Facebook. We'll post it on Twitter. Post your votes down below. I know we got six votes on the last vote that uh, Francisco put on Twitter. Um, So people are interested. I want as many people as possible to vote on this so we can have a little bit more dialogue during the podcast. Cool? Cool. Thanks, guys. (laughs) This has been it for At Flippies All Day. Just Hisco. At Twitter, Twitter. Twitter. And the producer. And Daddy. Oh, boy.
1: Nice. That's it, folks.